0: Welcome to Inside Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about chapter two of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Dobby's Warning. So let's start with the first sentence of this chapter. So Harry managed not to shout out, but it was a close thing. The small creature sitting on Harry's bed have large bat-like ears and huge green eyes. So I was looking, so we have the copy of the book, and I don't know, because um, I know there are a lot of different copy, like covers, but we have the one where it's like Harry holding Fox's tail. I'm like, so the illustration on the chapter cover makes Dobby look scarier <laughs> than he's supposed to look. Uh, let me look at it. It looks really scary. I'm looking for it. Um, so if you guys have that, I'm sure you'll understand that he does not look like the Dobby we all know and love. His eyes are, like, huge, and he looks like a girl. And he has weird, like, sideburn things, and his nose is super long. It's kind of scary. And it's his like... shoes curl, like, at the ends. Yeah, and... and... <laughs> it... <laughs> Why does he have a hat? I don't know. Um, Because... You know, you'll learn later. Yeah, um, so Harry immediately knew that this was not that, that this is what had been staring at him out of the garden hedge. Harry stared at the elf and could hear Dudley asking if he could take the mason's coats. Again, why did they have their twelve-year-old son at their work dinner that could secure a huge deal? Wait, he was yelling.
1: Or oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> That's coming up. Um, but if you could hear him, like if you could hear Dudley from Dudley there, was being a yeah. Loud.
0: But, like, I just don't understand why I have your 12-year-old son at your work dinner meeting. That could be huge. It could yeah. be a really big deal. Um, so the elf jumped off of his bed and bowed to Harry. He was wearing an old pillowcase with rips for arms and leg holes. Harry said hello, and Dobby said, So long, Dobby. Wanted to meet you, sir. Such an honor it is. Dobby said, thank or Harry said thank you and went over to his desk. He asked the elf who- what he was and who he was. How confused would you be if there was randomly an elf in your room? Like, even if you were a wizard and were used to just weird things happening, I mean... Just I'd be pretty Imagine out. walking into your room and just seeing this creature sitting on your bed. I would be scared. I would be I'd scared. be freaked. I'd be scared for my life. Yeah, actually. Like, someone's <laughs> in my room. And Harry's just taking this so calmly. He's like, anything that's not the Dursleys is fine. <laughs> like, it just makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how can... I already said that. Uh, like, Dob- the, the eyes,
1: they look cute, but I the, those eyes just
0: seem like it would kill you in your sleep. They <laughs> yeah. would kill you in your sleep. They're gonna give you nightmares. Literally, Dobby says, Dobby, sir, just Dobby. Dobby the house elf. And it's like, just like Harry's, just Harry. Yeah. Um, Harry told him that this wasn't the best time for him to have a house elf in his bedroom. And he is way too calm in this situation. Yeah, like...
1: Just imagine just coming home and a person like a a bum that uh, this is basically Dobby, a bum, a bum <laughs> just like appears on your bed and is sleeping in your bed but like a
0: a magical version of a bum. <laughs> yeah. Um um Dobby told or or yeah, Dobby or, yeah. Go ahead. Nothing. Okay, nothing. Do- Dobby told Harry that he had come to tell him something and Harry pointed at his pointed at his bed and told him to sit down. Dobby burst into tears and said that he had never been asked to sit down by a wizard like an equal. That's extremely sad, but also probably accurate to every single house elf ever. And get ready for book 4 cuz that's going to be crazy for house elves.
1: I hate Hermione in the in, the, in those books that, like when are even... you mean cuz
0: she's talking about SPEW? You'll learn
1: about what that is later if you
0: don't already know. I It's kind of It's an... terrible. I can understand like We'll get into that later, but just a little bit, um, right now. She just like she can be really annoying about it because she pushes it on people. Yeah, and yeah, and obviously they don't want it. Yeah. So, um Harry ushered Dobby back onto his bed and finally he managed to relax. Harry said that he couldn't have met many decent wizards, and Dobby shook his head, stood up and started banging his head on the window and saying Bad Dobby. So is this because he's so used to being beat by his masters or is it because his masters tell him to punish himself if he says anything bad about them?
1: They probably tell him to punish himself. Yeah.
0: There's like one thing part where like
1: they the Dobby says, Uh, he was told to put his head in the oven.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He he put Yeah, okay. Um Harry sprung up and pulled Dobby back down to sit on the bed and asked him what he was doing, and Dobby explained that he had to punish himself because he almost spoke ill of his family. So is there some sort of, like, unspoken rule that they can't speak ill of their family, or is it, like-
1: No, I think it's, like, just devotion.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, Harry asked if the family he served knew he was there, and Dobby said no, and that he would have to shut his ears in the oven door as a punishment. Harry asked why he didn't just escape, and Dobby said that house elves had to be set free by their masters to be able to leave. So, is there some sort of unbreakable vow between the family and the elf? I think it's just, you know, house elves. Yeah. In I mean, general. I can see there being an unbreakable vow. Because the,
1: the, uh, the elves, like, it's their choice. Yeah, that's true. They And so, unless they're being held uh, under a vodka yeah. And I don't think that many families, I don't think families with, with, you know, house elves, I don't think they threatened to kill their house elf. They didn't, you know, do an
0: unbreakable vow. Okay, um, well, some. Yeah. Um.
1: Some, might. Harry, have, but I don't think there's an unbreakable vow involved.
0: Uh, Harry said that mate that, oh, Harry said that that made the Dursley sound almost human and asked if there was some way he could help Dobby. Dobby started wailing and said Dobby has heard of your greatness but of your goodness Dobby never knew. Is that because all he's ever heard of Harry Potter is what the Malfoys say?
1: Yeah, because the pro- Malfoys
0: all probably, you know, like talk trash on, on Harry. Harry. <laughs> yeah. It's not really a big deal that they know that if they knew that. Um Dobby told Harry that he had heard that he had escaped the dark lord again just 2 weeks ago and that the reason he had come to warn Harry is that, oh, wait, that that is the reason he had to come to warn Harry. Harry Potter must not go back to Hogwarts. Harry said, what? And that he could not stand being at the Dursley's house and that he belonged in Dobby's world. Spoiler. So Dobby knows all about Lucius's plan with the books. I know we used to um, say Lucius, but Lucius sounds so much better. So I'm just I like
1: Lucius. That. So, I don't think so. I think... You know, he just told him, do your best to yeah. get Harry out of Hogwarts. Keep him out of it. Uh huh. You know, try yeah. to get him injured. Tell him to get stay out. Threaten him. Do whatever oh, you want. Oh, you think
0: that? No, I think that was just of Dobby's free will. Wait, do to get Harry out? Yeah. To stop him from going to Hogwarts. That was just Dobby. He wasn't supposed to interfere. I think it's Lucius. I think it's Lucius. Okay, clearly Vaughn needs a refresh. No, <laughs> um,
1: no, he doesn't do it of his own free will. I disagree, <laughs> but I guess <laughs> we'll see.
0: Um, so Dobby said that there is a plot to make terrible things happen at Hogwarts this year, and that Harry is too important to put himself in danger. Dobby started to bang his head. At- see, this is why he's hitting himself against the wall because he wasn't supposed to come here. Oh, sorry. Um, I just realized. Um. <laughs> that you were wrong. Yes. Oh, okay. Um but Harry stopped him and asked if this had anything to do with you know who. Dobby shook his head and said, He who must not be named, sir. Oh wait. Sorry. Dobby shook his head and said, Not he who must not be named. Spoiler. Who is he talking about? Lucius or Tom Riddle? It must be Lucius, right? Because- wait, wait, see it again? So uh, uh Dobby
1: started banging his head well, Harry Dobby Sugar said, he said, he said, he not not he he who must be named. So he means it
0: has to do with Lucius or it has to do with Tom Riddle?
1: Not he who must be named.
0: No, no, it doesn't. He's saying it doesn't have to do with he who must not be named. So do you think Dobby's saying it has to do with Lucius or is he saying it has to do with Tom Riddle?
1: And asked if it's. Okay, seriously? Uh, Um, um, it's Tom Riddle.
0: I would say Lucius, but I don't even know if he would. Because. Even, because even Lucius didn't know that the book was a horcrux. So he wouldn't even know about Tom Riddle. Well, we're kind of giving spoilers right now. I said spoiler. Uh. So I would say it's about Lucius. He's saying, like, this, this has to do with Lucius. Okay. Um, Dobby explained that Dumbledore was a great wizard, but there were powers even he doesn't. Powers no decent. Then he started to beat his head with a lamp. Harry could hear it go quiet downstairs, and Uncle Vernon coming upstairs, saying that Dudley must have left the TV on. Or Harry shoved Dobby in the closet just as the handle was turning. Vernon asked what the devil he was doing, and that if there was one more sound, he would wish he had never been born. I would have been scared out of my mind if I was Harry. Like
1: he's gonna beat me after dinner. I
0: know. Harry let Dobby out of the closet and explained that he needed to go back to Hogwarts because that is the only place he had friends. Dobby said, "Friends do don't even write to Harry Potter." Harry asked how he knew about that, and Dobby said that Harry Potter must not be angry with Dobby, and pulled a bundle of letters from out of his pillowcase. Harry made a grab for the letters, but Dobby jumped and said that he would give the letters if he said that he would not return to Hogwarts that year.
1: Uh, uh, Harry yelled at Dobby to give him his friend's letters, to which Dobby responded that he gave him no choice, and opened the door and ran down the stairs. Here he slowly descended the stairs and saw Aunt Petunia's pudding was floating near the ceiling and Dobby was crouching in a corner. Harry he looked at Dobby and pleaded him not to do it, and Dobby said that he must promise not to go back to Hogwarts. Harry he said no, and Dobby dis- disappeared, and the pudding fell to the floor and shattered the plate it was on. There were screams coming from the living room, and Vernon came to the kitchen covered in pudding, and since that the Masons left, he would be an inch away from death.
0: That was pretty mean.
1: Harry started scrubbing the kitchen, and Aunt Petunia was passing around mints when an owl dropped a letter on Mrs. Mason's head, and she ran outside screaming about how they were lunatics. Mr. Mason stayed long enough to tell them that Mrs. Mason was afraid of all, uh, in, in any way, shape, or form, of birds. And, yeah. So, he left, and Vernon yelled at Harry to open the letter. The letter said that a hover charm was used at his address, and that underage wizards are not allowed to do magic in muggle-populated areas, so any more magic uh, used would mean expulsion from Hogwarts.
0: So, aren't- don't they already know who cast the, um, spell because of the trace?
1: No, well, the trace was on- well- Well- Dobby doesn't have the trace. Exactly.
0: So how do they know? Because Harry does, so they know, like, it wasn't Harry.
1: Well, I don't know. Okay, this is probably a plot hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he was dragged into his room by Vernon, and the next day, Vernon had bars installed on Harry's window and a cat flap on his door to pass meals through three times a day. Harry let, was let out twice a day for bathroom breaks. Harry woke up one night to see Ron looking at him through the bars on his window. And we're going to read the last sentence of the chapter. Uh, find it. Ron, Ron Weasley was outside Harry's window.
0: Okay. So now let's do our movie goose. So, so at around three minutes, when Dobby starts to cry and goes to jump off the bed, Harry's eyes follow him, but don't keep up with his speed. The onset puppet Dobby was not as fast as the CGI Dobby that was added in later.
1: At around six minutes, when Harry is chasing after Dobby in his house and they get down to the stair, get down, get to the downstairs hallway, uh, they both stop running. Harry stops and he has one leg in front of him. In the next shot, the other leg is in front of him instead.
0: Okay, that's it for the movie, Goose, and we'll be right back with the analysis part of our episode. In
1: Hogsmeade Journal.
0: Yep. Welcome back from the break and yep. we're gonna talk we're gonna start with our Hogsmeade Journal. So we actually kind of have a lot, but first I wanna talk about so last night I fully watched Crimes of Grindelwald. I so now I can officially say I've seen both like Fantastic be Somewhere to Find the movies. Both are super well, good. We've
1: seen it, but we didn't pay attention to it very much. I
0: mean like yeah. Um so I, I watched them both in full, just kind of, you know, really paying attention and they're really good, and a lot of people will say that Crimes of Grindelwald isn't that good, and I completely disagree. I agree. I love that movie.
1: I like it. It's just, there's parts I don't like.
0: Well, I, I can understand because people will say, you know, like, it doesn't really, it's not, I think it's not good from, like, it can't, nobody that hasn't seen Harry Potter before is going to go to the theaters and be like, this was a good movie. If you're a big Harry Potter fan, you're going to love this. And it was so good, and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I th- I don't think Grindelwald's that bad.
1: Okay, so we're going to start about talking about the Back to Hogwarts live stream. So it was so cool to see James, Oliver, and Jason in real time, even if it was only through a video screen.
0: But it was super cool. I had to wake up at 2.30 in the morning to watch it. Vaughn watched it later in the day okay so um, i'm
1: reading these and it says build a bear just launched a new harry potter line so you can get a bear wearing their house robes and you get to choose either a skirt or pant. oh great <laughs> it's harry
0: potter stuff now it's kind of cool actually i mean if i were you know a little er kid maybe i'd want one so lego just launched a super cool new lego set diagon alley for $400, you get four buildings, Ollivander, and Lots, we- Weasley's, Wizard Weezes, and Quality Quidditch Supplies, and Florian Fortescue's is inside one of the shops. So, like, a couple of the shops are split in half, and they share with, like, Florian Fortescue or um, a couple others. So, they each have an inside to play with, fully decorated, and I believe it comes with a back alley. It comes with 16 minifigures, including Fred and George, Gilderoy Lockhart, and Ollivander. I actually really want this set because I currently only have one HP Lego set, which is the Night Bus, but Zagon Alley, I mean, it's super expensive, but it's so cool, and it would be so much fun to, like, build and then set up in my room. Um, our last piece of news for this week is that the Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery is coming out with a new Clubs feature and Head Girl. And yeah, but that's a limited list. thing,
1: the Head Boy and Head Girl. Yeah. I just re-downloaded re- it, and it said a limited time. Yeah.
0: Alright, so, for the analysis part of the episode, we're going to give a huge spoiler warning. This is going to spoil stuff for, like, this book, pretty much every single book to come. So, if you have not read all of them, or if you don't care about not being spoil or being spoiled, maybe wait and come back. So, let's start with, so we're going to be talking about Dobby the House Elf. So, Dobby the House Elf lived at Malfoy Manor and served Lucius Narcissa and Draco Malfoy. They were cruel to Dobby and frequently reminded him to perform extra punishments on himself.
1: Dobby told Harry Potter that he was used death threats because he received them five times a day.
0: During Harry's second year at Hogwarts, Dobby tried to convince him not to go back.
1: The reason Dobby knew about the Malfoy's plan was probably because they talked about it in front of him because house elves are not supposed to break their master's commands. Dobby was very brave.
0: He was very brave. I just, I, like, I wrote that just because, like... I mean, just to the act of going over to Harry Potter's house and, like, telling him things about, like, what was going to happen at Hogwarts is pretty brave, considering other households wouldn't have done it. So, that's that's what I think. Um, because Harry refused to say that he wouldn't go back to Hogwarts, Dobby dropped a pudding on the Dursley's guest's head in the hopes that the jerseys would prevent Harry from going to school.
1: Vernon locked Harry in his room, put a cat flap on the door, and put bars on the windows to keep Harry from escaping, which sounds weirdly like jail.
0: Yeah, because, like, um, I mean, they're passing food through a cat flap. They put bars on his window. I, I
1: don't understand. Why would they let him out for bathroom breaks but not just open the door to hand him food?
0: Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Um, Ron, Fred, and George were able to break Harry out by stealing their dad's flying car. Dobby's next attempt at keeping Harry from going to Hogwarts was sealing the barrier at King's Cross Station.
1: Ron and Harry decided to steal the flying car and fly to Hogwarts and ended up crashing into the Womping wom- Willow. I don't know whose good idea that was, yeah. but we're going to yeah, Dobby was so surprised that they were able to get to Hogwarts that he accidentally let the Malfoys' dinner burn and was punished.
0: Dobby's last attempt was by sending a bludger at Harry so that he would be sent back to the Jersey's injured but alive. Harry's arm was broken, and of course, Gilderoy Lockhart tried to fix it, but only managed to remove all of the bones from his arm.
1: Madame Pomfrey had used the Skelligro to regrow Harry's bones. Dobby visited Harry in the hospital wing and admitted what he had done, and accidentally let it slip that the Chamber of Secrets had been opened before.
0: At the end of Harry's second year, he was able to trick Lucius into presenting Dobby with clothes and setting him free. Lucius tried to attack Harry for tricking him, so Dobby blasted him down the stairs. Oh, and
1: fun fact, he was gonna kill Harry.
0: Well, at least in the movie. He was just like, Avada! Yeah. And I just laughed so he hard. He's like, Avada! Like, no, because Voldemort's someone that wants to kill Harry, not Lucius, so...
1: I know, but if, like, Dobby hadn't intervened, he would've
0: killed Harry. It doesn't make any sense that they did that, because Voldemort's someone that wants to kill Harry, and Voldemort would've killed Lucius if he had done that. Um... After Dobby was set free, he had a hard time trying to find a job because he wanted to be paid. He met Winky, who was also set free, and they went to Dumbledore to try and find jobs in the Hogwarts kitchens.
1: Dumbledore offered Dobby a pay of 10 galleons a week and begins off. Dobby Dobby would only accept one galleon a week and one day off a month. Dobby was the only house elf who would take care of Winky and the only one who would clean the Gryffindor tower because the others were offended
0: that Hermione would hide clothes around. Um, Dobby liked it, though, because it allowed him to see Harry Potter and Ron, who he called Harry Potter's Wheezy, which is adorable. But, like, I was just reading Goblet of Fire because I'm rereading that last night, and he's, like, trying to explain about, like, the Gillyweed and why Harry needs it, and he's like, he's like... They've taken Harry Potter's Wheezy! And and I just think that's adorable. Um, during the second task, Alistair Moody, parentheses, Barty Crush Jr., was able to convince Dobby to steal Gillyweed so that Harry would be able to breathe underwater and save Gabrielle Delacour and his Wheezy.
1: After this, Dobby continued to work in the kitchens at Hogwarts and became close friends with Aberforth Dumbledore. He spent a lot of time at Aberforth's home in Hogsmeade.
0: In Harry's fifth year, Dobby helped Harry find the Room of Requirements so that he could continue the DA.
1: Dobby also warned Harry when Dolores Umbridge found out about the DA, but they were caught anyway.
0: I don't know why they were caught if Dobby warned them.
1: In his sixth year, Harry ordered Dobby and Creature to follow Draco. They, uh, okay, they learned that Draco was using the Room of Requirement.
0: I actually really like Creature. He's, like, weirdly cute house elf. I don't know. During this time, Creature said that Draco would be a better master than Harry. Dobby fought him and knocked out a couple of Creature's teeth and said that Harry was a great wizard.
1: In their last year at Hogwarts, Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Dean Thomas were captured by a group of snatchers led by Fenrir Greyback and taken to Malfoy Manor. They were all put in the basement along with Luna, Lovegood, and Ollivander while Bellatrix tortured Hermione upstairs. Harry quickly used his two-way mirror to beg for help, and Aberforth sent Dobby to res- rescue them. Dob- Dob- okay, go.
0: Dobby first took Ollivander, Luna, and Dean. The noise of the operation uh, alerted Wormtail, and when he hesitated, his own silver hand strangled him to death. Dobby came back to rescue the others, but her- Ron- Harry and Ron were caught when trying to get Griphook and Hermione from upstairs.
1: Bellatrix threatened to cut Hermione's throat with the knife when Dobby dropped a chandelier on Bellatrix and they were able to disapparate.
0: Uh, Bellatrix threw her knife at them as they disapparated and it caught Dobby. Dobby died with a smile on his face and his last words were Harry Potter.
1: Harry, Ron, and her dean dug the grave. Luna closed Dobby's eyes and thanked him. They put shoes, socks, and a hat on him. Bill filled in the grave and Harry used Draco's wand to carve here Dobby a free elf. On a rock.
0: He just hates Draco so much. He's he just ruined his wand by carving something. Dobby's death helped Harry to close his mind from Lord Voldemort. And socks. Okay, so this is just like an added fun fact. Socks were Dobby's favorite clothing because that is what Harry used to free him. When Hermione hid clothes in the common room, Dobby started to wear them all. Yeah. He would put them all on. So, so that's pretty sad. Dobby that's dying. Dobby, for you. I know, kind of short. And like, we just couldn't find anything else that would work for this. Like. like analysis that actually goes with this chapter like what we're going to talk about the masons it didn't really make sense so this is what we talked about we might talk about Dobby a bit more when he actually dies which will be fun I guess (laughs) um so yeah that's Dobby for you all um and you're also going to learn this throughout all of us the reading of the books but I guess it's just kind of like this is what you get to look forward to um So thank you so much for listening. Make sure to leave a quick review and rating on your favorite podcast platform because it'll help us grow and it'll help people find the podcast. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening. Make sure to check back every Tuesday for another Inside Hogwarts episode.